Oh, well. It's fine. Probably. That's fine, probably. Yeah, pro Oh, no, I know what I was doing. So, um, I just guessed it on an episode of a, a super fun podcast that I've been on a few times called Still Got It. So Still Got It is a podcast that uh, revisits movies from your childhood and you fun. assess whether or not they've still got it or whether Ugh. they are cringeworthy horrors. And my I friend Celie... Uh, is the host along with her friend Nora and they grew up together and um, I so I did heavyweights with them way back a few years ago and that one um, I feel like that one did not hold up very well uh, I'm not shocked at all but it was fun and then I did the witches the, the original the witches uh -huh. which definitely still had it uh, <laughs> and Yesterday, what we did was Garden State. <gasps> oh, how was that? I um, love that movie. I don't remember, you know, I assume that <coughs> anything from that time period is probably problematic, but. I mean, it is, but not as much as you would imagine it was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's problematic. But, um, but yeah, it's not the shit show that uh, we all thought it would be because yeah. it quickly became as soon as like the feminist discourse started around tropes and like manic pixie dream girl was coined. Mm -hmm. That was the one that was so obvious and thrown under the bus. But yeah, that one and Eternal Sunshine, I think, was the first time. I oh, heard Eternal that Sunshine term. and Five Hundred Days of Summer. Those were three movies yes. that came out very, uh -huh. very close to each other, and they were all about these like broody sad boys and these ridiculous women. <laughs> and mm -hmm. as a ridiculous woman myself, I do take umbrage with such a thing because they're so two <laughs> D, and it's like, hey, we really exist in way sure. more nuanced and creative ways than oh you yeah, are being. But um. No, so I haven't seen Garden State since it first came out. Uh, I I think we've got it, it on DVR right now. <laughs> yeah. I watched Garden State in 2004 during my, like, sophomore year of college, and it was transcendent, and I just watched it for the first time the other night, and I had so many feels. Yay. And that soundtrack is still the shit. So I'm Lillian Bustle. I'm Jen Ponton. And this is All the Fucks, a podcast about caring too much. Oh boy, do we ever. What does it feel like? Oh God, what is feeling too? It feels like your heart needs to burp. Like when you know you need to burp, but you're like not sure if you're going to burp a little bit on top of it, and then it gets stuck like right there, but it's your heart. Lillian says, as someone whose burps are, are known far and wide through the country, <laughs> They're at least heard far and wide. <laughs> yeah. People are posting about it on Nextdoor. <laughs> you, are you on that app for you? Oh, no, not really. I get, oh, my God. I, I pop over there sometimes. Mostly I look at the Twitter feed that's like the best of next door where it just takes terrible, like <gasps> someone ranting about a raccoon or something. Oh, I'm going to need to follow that. Oh, yeah. It's good. I love yes. it. Yeah. I can't bear to get on next door. Mostly because I really don't want to figure out who is like someone loathsome. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I have enough. I'm in enough local Facebook groups that I feel like <laughs> that's I'm getting my fix of local weirdo garbage. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. with the occasional. Oh, my God. There was an attempted carjacking down the street. Shit. Like literally three blocks away north really? of me. Uh-huh. Yeah. At like nine o'clock in the morning. Somebody wow. somebody tried to get into somebody else's car. Thankfully, the guy, like, sped away. But then the other guy just ran off, so. Huh. Cool, 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 fun times. I don't know. Yeah, our neighborhood is obviously in transition, but, like, I don't know. From what to what? Uh, oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? From, uh, from a neighborhood into a place with a bunch of high rises and shitty traffic. Because, yeah. you know, we're right in between the Lincoln and the Holland Tunnel. Right. Is where my neighborhood is. Like, it, it is. Smack dab. It, it needs, like, a flyover of some some sort. But, like, <laughs> it's, and it's a little, like you've said before, like an, an island surrounded by warehouses. So. Yes. God. Uh, how are you feeling today? I am super, super happy. How are you? Yay. I'm good. I'm very content. Um, uh, we have been having like sleep in, have a late breakfast kind of thing, which Don is not that. a sleepy any person and I always am. So it is nice to have that every so often we're on Yay. the same page. What'd you do for breakfast today? Uh, we had English muffins and I made scrambled eggs with scallions and asparagus. Oh, shut and the fuck up. Thank y'all. Uh, and, yes. <laughs> and then we had bacon and I got some orange marmalade because I haven't had that in a long time. Oh, I love marmalade. I didn't have marmalade until I was an adult. It was one of those things where my mom was like, I don't like it, so you don't like it. Sure. <laughs> like, like also seafood. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I didn't uh, know that I don't not like this. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but then when I finally had it, I was like, this is... This is spectacular, but That's I'm so only in the mood for it every so often. I have, but I have been like, if I'm going to bother having toast, I kind of want jelly with it lately. You now have me totally craving a perfectly done English muffin with butter and marmalade. Mm, it's got to be the butter. Yeah. We had, we put country crock on it this morning and I was like, now nah, this needs to be a little pool of butter, please. Yes. Country crock. I um, which I, I will always call crunchy crotch. By the way, <laughs> thank you for sharing that with me. Can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know what I have to tell you. I'm Uh-oh. like, why is this podcast so fucking normal? Well, it's because Lily and I, uh, Lillian and I, did a little debrief beforehand, and we got out all of our crazies. At least. For why the, is for the this podcast so normal? <laughs> okay, so I saw the best tweet of all time oh ever, god, ever, 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 ever. Oh my fucking god! Hang on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. It's so good. Okay. I saw a uh-huh. tweet from uh from a user named Find uh Find and Dania. So I guess her <laughs> name is Dania. She her tweet says, went antiquing today and found what I thought were some cute letters. But turns out Oh, I saw out, this. I saw this. It's so great. Please read it. It's, it's so okay. good. It's so good. So it's a stack of old letters. Let me see if the it's uh I mean at the whatever year it, Oh, it's 1940. It's 1940 and their letters uh from from Kansas to Seattle. 
And so this is old- this is so good. <laughs> so good. So she's like, I bought this stack of letters in an antique store, which, by the way, would do in a heartbeat. Oh yes, for sure. Heartbeat. She opens up one of them. And it's from a typewriter. And the top of this old paper says, page three. And Tom keeps shoving deeper at every move. We were soon tired, and my spending made me about half conscious, and it scared them. We were too tired to continue, so we called it a day. Harry slept with me that night, but I denied him the pleasure. It was a thrill to lay there and play with each other. Since then, I have been fucked standing up, sitting down, sideways, in the armpits, between the tits, etc. Well, this letter is now too long, so I must close three pages of this. Uh, The night before I leave for home, Tom is coming over to see us for a final match. We are going to try double fucking again. We'll see you soon. Your well-fucked girlfriend, Anne. I love this. I love this. And the comments are so great. The comments. Everybody's like, oh, I guess I got to try this armpit thing. Yes. And my very favorite of all of them, which I immediately thought of you, this person writes, from now on, I'm closing my emails with your well-fucked friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sincerely. Wow. Someone said if they were, say, 25 in 1946, they'd all been through the Depression and the war. They'd probably lost friends and family. You bet they were fucking like minks. This was the generation that invented key parties. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Exactly. Ah, so good. Fuck. So good. So good. Oh, Oh, man. Man, uh, people it, it's were very people telling were still... the first person that I think about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cuckolding apparently has always been a thing. Oh. Double fucking. Double fucking. <laughs> I do like that. That's a nice... I uh, I think I told you I, um, I was in the Strand and I opened up, I think it oh, yeah. was a book of plays... Um, but it was definitely like one of those old, old, dusty, yellowy paged books of yes. maybe one act or so. It was nothing romantic in any way. And there was like a whole like pouring his heart out love letter, handwritten in pencil on a, on a piece of like light gray lined paper, like stationary. It was, wow. It was something. When I was in college and then when I lived nearby afterwards, uh, there was a Barnes and Noble near us that had a huge used section. Like half the store was used. And it was the best really? place to just. At a Barnes and oh. Noble? That's yeah. Amazing. I know. Uh, it was the location in Ramsey, I think. Huh? on Route 17, and it was the best place to just go get lost, especially, like, for theater kids, because it was all plays that were, like, $3. Yay, that's awesome. And to see the marginalia that was in everything, and to, like, look at half-written poems from people, the number Mm. of... The number of books and plays that I have from that Barnes & Noble that come from who knows where are so substantial. I love it. I love that stuff. Ephemera. Well, speaking of best favorite marginalia, there was a book of my father's that I found, and inside of it, I forget, it was like a behavioral book, like how to change your life in some way. It was a self-help book. And on one of the pages, my dad had stuck a sticky note, and it was, and it said something like, 
you don't have to be such an asshole or something to that effect. It definitely said asshole. And I can't remember what the exact verbiage was, but it was like, that was how he could tell himself to be a better person. Oh my God. That's so funny. I mean, I I yell at myself. I've definitely yelled at myself for post-it notes. That's really, really great. I know. It was like, and when I found it, I was like, oh, dad. Oh, daddy. Oh. Speaking of dads. Lillian showed me the best pictures of her father as a child this past week. So fulfilling. So delightful. I have so many. I got at some point I'll go ahead and like put them all together by person because I've just got different piles of old black and white pictures. But but my dad, um, his family was really had they were loaded. And so there's a shit ton of pictures of of him because they had their own photographer who followed them around to events and shit. That's he absolutely has paparazzi true. pictures. No, oh. no, no, no. Like, <laughs> like documenting their family. It would be like, oh, we're going to go on vacation and bring our photographer. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Your dad so, was a um, Kennedy. <laughs> I mean, k- kind of. Kind of, yeah. And uh, once again, never know, never will know what happened to all that money. But so uh, I know. But no, my dad, it's my dad and a bunch of his buddies dressed up as cowboys. And my the face that my dad makes, he's not, that's not the only picture he's making that face in. It's a smile that looks both mirthless and psychotic at the same time. <laughs> um, and it's sort of like if your lips were pursed. And then you were just smiling at the it's very the end. It's literally what it is they the draw for the Grinch. It's yeah, so that v, amazing. That V smile with the cheeks up like that. Yes, yes. And his and eyes are slightly way, crossed because his vision is terrible. Your impression huh? of it is stupendous. <laughs> First of all, because obviously you look like him. But secondly, I have ne- like never could I ever contort my face like Oh, <laughs> uh, I can wiggle my ears too. Like of course I can, you can. I I feel like the weird things I can do with my face make up for the fact that I can't roll my R's. There you go. I can roll my R's at least a little bit, but I can't even raise an eyebrow, and you can literally without trying. So yeah, one, one just grows that way. Resting state. I swear to God, I think that my funky eyebrow honestly comes from the fact that I sleep on my right side all the time. I think that just over the years, <laughs> the way I sleep has like mushed one of my eyebrows up. Because <laughs> it wasn't like that when I was younger. I look back on pictures when I was a teenager. It wasn't like that. Not a teenager, but a little bit younger than that. Oh, yeah. my God. And I never noticed it until I was about to get married. Like it was the first time I ever noticed that was in the, the picture of my hair trial. Like... Uh, she took the picture and then I looked at it and she and I both just burst out laughing. <laughs> she was like, what is happening with your face? And I was like, I don't know. I've never seen that one before. <laughs> Full of surprises, this mug. Full of surprises as fucking and ever. And collagen, apparently. Mm, very collagen-tastic. Taut and dewy. By the way, my skincare has been very fun of late. Fun? Yeah, very fun. What have you been doing? Uh, I've I've added some Pacifica products to oh my, my roster. Uh, my friend Alana was just talking about Pacifica. I have never given them a fair shake um, because they just kind of seemed like, you know, drugstore stuff. And uh, you and I are pretty, like, devoted to lush and, and sort of well-known 
uh, yeah. handmade brands. But but Pacifica had some really good serums going on, and I did my due diligence, especially when I went down a really bad skincare rabbit hole and was like this close to buying a whole bunch of Korean stuff. And I think it was, I don't know, because I had like a fucking sunburn or something. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever it was, it just sent me down the rabbit hole and I looked at a million and one brands and so many threads and then I was like, I need to stop right now. I just need to do what I've been doing since 2006, which is what keeps me looking like I'm 17. <laughs> yeah. It's been broke. If it ain't broke, and it really ain't, like, of all things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting I'm getting a little forehead wrinkly, but it's I'm not worried about it. And it's just because you're in constant disbelief. <laughs> I, w- I will say, I... <laughs> when I worked at my last office job, I actually would take a piece of tape and I would put it in between my eyebrows because oh. I spent so much of my day... Furrowing. Furrowing at being annoyed at my computer and at (laughs) everyone surrounding me that my 11s were coming in. And this was like four years ago. So I was like digging little um, uh, canals into my forehead with my emotions. So I would put the piece of tape there. And then every time I would go to make that face, it would hurt. And then I wouldn't do it. Oh, my God. And then, of course, inevitably somebody would come up to me and ask me a question. And they'd be like, why do you have tape on your face? And I wanted to be like, because of you. Because of and you. And the stupid question that you're about to ask me. But <laughs> That is great. Yeah. Yeah. My 11s. My 11s. I don't have anything like really hewn into my face as yet. But my 11s have been more pronounced this year than ever before. And, I, yeah, it's because I'm constantly looking at things in disbelief and like, Shock at fuckery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, our squirrel is back, by the way. Of the course on the he is! Can't stay away. Can't <laughs> stay away. <laughs> it's inconsistent, though. Like, I don't... It's just, like, his weekend home? Or, like, maybe it's where he takes his mistress. Because uh, he's not <laughs> up there all the time. I don't Please let the mistress be a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Some freaky inner species shit going on up there. Yes. Uh, we were thinking that today we would talk about speaking of things you live with. Speaking of things you live with, whether you want to or not. <laughs> wow. Yes. You're oh, is so it loud. Oh, amazing. Yeah, normally I, I bang on the ceiling with the <laughs> sure it does. I would normally bang on the ceiling with a. Uh, like a mop or something, but I don't feel like trying to find one. Um, roommates. roommates, 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 which is so good. We so Lillian and I uncovered the thought of this a few weeks ago. Wow, accent, Jesus Christ! I, it, it stays away, and then it just like punches me in the face when I say things like thought, <laughs> thought. <laughs> I, mine comes out. I say, I say, I gotta get on a call with Jen. I don't say wit. <laughs> About anything else. It's only if I'm getting on a call I'm with you. I'm a cheesesteak. Wit. Wit. Exact. Oh, fuck. I could go for. Right. Either one. Pat's or the other one. I don't know. Just a cheesesteak. All covered with I love cheese Pat's, whiz. though. Pat's is my shit. I mean, they Ugh. both taste delicious to me. They are both very it's good. Uh, oh, my God. Andrew and I used to go on day trips to Philly just to go to Pat and Gino's. Oh, yeah. It. Absolutely. Like, we would literally get a cheesesteak and go home. Oh, <laughs> a long time ago 
We oh, haven't done man. that in a long, long time. But yeah, we, we did that a few times. Just go to Pat and Gino's mm. and then turn the fuck around. Jesus, now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> how many roommates would you say that you have had in your life? Ever, ever, ever. So this is fun. Yeah, and camp can count too. Camp can count? I mean, then my first best roommate <laughs> was always Brittany, my childhood mm-hmm. best friend. Because she and I would go to camp together and we would always bunk in the same tent. So there was that. But no one, almost no one ever uh, at camp I really, really liked, aside from Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really remember those people. But that, but I, as an only child, never had to cohabitate. And you are basically an only child. Yeah. We love yeah. Beth, but the way that you grew up, obviously. Is yeah, yeah. Difficult. And she and I had, we always had separate rooms. So there was never anything like, I mean, we right. would, might share a bed in a hotel or something like that. Right. Yeah, I never, ever had that. Um, And so when I went to college was really the first time that I had to cohabitate with somebody. And um, the first time ever, it was really hard. But I would say, so through college, I had two different roommates, two different actual bedroom roommates my freshman year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two different ones my sophomore year. Um, plus my boyfriend, so that's like five. Um, then a crazy one my junior year, plus my boyfriend and his friend. Uh, then my senior year, three that I stayed with. So that's ten in college long. Mm-hmm. Ten, not to mention sweetmates whom I can't even remember, right? Sure. Because freshman year, I also lived in a suite and I don't remember those other girls. Um... But then, lucky you. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I I don't remember the sweet mates from my freshman year. I just uh, remember everybody from there there on out. And then, so that was ten in college alone. And then, in my hovel, I lived with two guys. Then uh, they would swap out, and there was a different guy, and a different guy, and a different girl. So I lived with fifteen people. Then plus Andrew eventually. Wow. So. 16 people. That's almost, not insignificant, yeah. Almost none of whom I wanted to live with. <laughs> mm. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I feel very lucky. Um, I mean, I've probably had about that many over the years also. Um, but that was because when I when I first went to college, they were stuffing extra people in rooms that they shouldn't have been. So no. my first suite was supposed to be two people in one room and, like, three or four in the other. They put five in one room and three of us in the other. Ew. So, like, a bunk bed and a bed. Mm. And we had – there was so much stuff that, like, there was a – so it, it was two bedrooms that both led out into a very small study area. It wasn't, like, a living room by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bathroom was off of the common area. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I don't know why, I I chose a smoking room, even though I didn't really smoke cigarettes, because I liked to burn incense. And you weren't supposed to burn incense for whatever reason. Um, Incense or candles you weren't supposed to burn, but I was like, oh, I can probably get away with it if I'm in a smoking room. Plus, my mom smoked, so, like, it didn't bother me that much. And occasionally I would smoke. smoking room. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, again, this is 1996. Yeah a long time ago um so uh 
Uh, and everybody from miles around would come and smoke in that. Oh, and it, like they would leave the door open. It would billow out into the hallway. There was nothing. There was right. everything was running unchecked. We weren't allowed to bring alcohol in. But boy, <laughs> howdy. Smoke them if you got them. Just like ridiculous. Shit. Um, and I was. Uh, so that's like seven right there. Yeah. Seven right there. And then um, two different people when I moved it, second semester at least let's at least 16 <laughs> um but those first girls when i was like oh lucky you that you don't remember those girls were horrifying um they were just awful to me like non-stop awful to me the two girls who i lived in the same room with um i don't remember their names at all but one of them um was barely around because she was mostly living with her hippie boyfriend she got lice three times oh, no. that first semester that I stayed with her. Oh, no. Three separate times. And she was a white girl who was growing in some dreads. Yep. So every time <laughs> she was trying to get them, I came home. White dreads riddled with lies. Ew. Yeah. And she slept in, I think I wound up, did I, was I in the top bunk? Why would I not remember that? I don't know. Whatever was it was, on. it was terrible, and there was nobody looking out for any. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like she was like, "Do you want to switch bunks so I don't drop my lice on you?" Like, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But so I can't imagine upsetting. signing up. I remember being in a top bunk at some point, but I can't imagine signing up for that because I am, I a clambery person at best. I'm definitely not like a life uh, leap up, <laughs> and there weren't. <laughs> It was just a bed. There weren't any, like, ladders or anything. Oh, really? You guys didn't yeah. have a ladder? No. I... I remember whenever I was in that top bunk, I would step on my chair and step on my desk and then throw myself into the bed. And I would get out of the bed just by dangling off the edge. <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I think that the ladder wasn't wasn't along the side. It was maybe at the, the foot of the bed. And it was like mm-hmm. built into the bed frame. Yeah. But I definitely seems... jumped up from my desk. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those girls were terrible. Um, granted, I was very messy. And I immediately disliked everybody, so I wasn't around very much either. Uh, <clears throat> they used my shoes as an ashtray one night. That was fun. <gasps> Ew. Um, like to be mean or because they were just thoughtless? I mean, the shoes were probably stinky in, mm. in their defense. Um, but it was a sandal. Uh, and I, they definitely did it to be shitty. Ew. Um, but also I was completely unaware of how inconsiderate my sprawling was. To other people. Like, sure. I didn't I didn't understand. Sure. Um, and I brought shit with me to college that nobody needed to bring with them. <laughs> because <laughs> when you come from a hoarding house, mm-hmm. like, you don't understand what is important and what is not. Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. I had sentimental attachment to things that, anyway. That made no sense. Logically. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But I was out of that room and I moved in with my friend April, who then I lived with for the entire rest of the of college and who is still one of my greatest, loveliest friends. Um, but, (laughs) um, in that room was this girl, Virginia. Oh no, Virginia moved out and I moved in. It was me and Corrine and, and April and the girl who moved out, Ginny, 
um, every morning on her whiteboard because that's for those of you who went to college in cell phone times. I don't know if they do this anymore, but everybody would have a whiteboard on their door. So if you needed to leave somebody a message, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like you could come by and just be like, "Hey, so and so, come meet me at this time." Because um, also not everybody had phones in their rooms because we were Neanderthals apparently, right? right. <laughs> Setting up literal smoke signals trying to find each other. Um, every day she would wake up and she would write, I love Jesus and I love Richie, her boyfriend who wasn't there, um, on her whiteboard. And then at night she would erase it so that she could have the pleasure of writing it again in the morning. Wow. That's a commitment, Virginia. Yes. And um, I don't know how much I believe about energy and woo. However, I do. Th- I have always picked up energy of wherever it was I was sleeping mm-hmm. um, and it it gets into my dreams mm-hmm. uh, and when I took her bed when she left I had the bo- most bizarre like fluffy pink bunny but like in a slightly malicious way dreams everything like I would dream about like having a cloud car made of cotton candy but then it would try to eat me Ooh. <laughs> Super fucking weird. And that was the suite that made me hate Conan O'Brien because, (laughs) (laughs) bear with me, um, there were two stalls in our bathroom and somebody had taken uh, and done like a collage on the inside of one of the bathroom doors. And right where you sat down, like eye to eye with you, was Conan O'Brien with his goofy ass face and a blow dryer. So his hair was like all going sideways and he's like making this stupid face and I would have to look at it every single day. And I was like, I don't even know who this guy is. Fuck this guy. And everybody's like, you don't like Conan O'Brien? And I was like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> I don't like how he was looking at me while I was peeing. <laughs> Love that that's what they put in the bathroom. They, I mean, College the neighbor art. girls were weird, too. They were, there were some weird cats at my school. Oh, my God. Yes. Hit me with some good ones. Uh, okay, so let's see. When I first went to college, when I went to Ramapo, my very my first freshman semester, um, I had been accepted with a dear friend of mine who I'm still really close with, and we decided to room together. And uh, the setup was actually pretty good. We were uh, we were pretty comfortable, but the one monkey wrench was that she was dating this guy at the time who I really did not like, and. Um, because your freshman dorm is so shitty, the only way for him to hang out with her was to hang out in our dorm room. And he would, he was like this born again maniac. And he would just read his Bible on my bed. And I was like, oh. I do not like this. This makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, and then they got married. Um, and he was a real bad, bad egg. And that, became very apparent and she had to get out of that situation the following year but like it became so uncomfortable to be around him so much that she and I were fighting a lot at the time and Mm -hmm. I was like I I don't think I can room with him and Mm -hmm. (laughs) I moved in with this girl uh one floor up who seemed okay but was really really bitchy (laughs) She was so bitchy, and her boyfriend was, I actually liked him a little bit more than her. 
he was from Hoboken, and the only word that I can remember him saying is Hoboken. Hoboken. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's how he said it. It's the first person I ever met who was from Hoboken. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and he was there all the time. It was actually kind of sweet. I, I don't remember him being a dick, mm-hmm. but she was such a dick. And the two of them together had this really crazy energy. Like, mm. they, they were just very toxic for each other. Uh, and then they would make up and have really crazy sex. And I definitely walked in on them a few times. <laughs> she had put a sticky note on the door once that said, no CB. But I was 18 and I didn't know what CB meant. I don't know what that means. It means cock blocking. Oh, well, you should have had that conversation before you just started slapping a bunch of letters up. I mean, definitely. So I walked in, and they were fucking, and I was like, oh, no, my eyes. And um, <laughs> and I, like, sat in the living room in, you know, in the, in the common area very uncomfortably. And she's like, I wrote no CB. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And she goes, no cock blocking. And I'm like, I, 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 I've never kissed anyone. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, we're in here. Knock. Yeah. We yeah. had a really acrimonious really mm. I mean and it was it was fine enough that I was okay with staying there ultimately um but I remember but the two of them together were just crazy and um she she was just very unpleasant and it got to the point where we didn't like each other so much that you know you start like pretending you don't even see each other Mm-hmm. Right. There is no greeting. There is no nope. saying goodbye. There's no anything. You just God, have horse so pointers on. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable and it's so necessary in many of these dynamics because you're just stuck there. Right. You don't have the autonomy to like fucking leave and go somewhere. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Are there so many squirrel sounds? Oh my god! It sounds like it's like building something up there. <laughs> I'm so It sounds like excited. it's in the vent, like, right over my head. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, hang on. Um, so. Hang on. Nope. I gotta. I gotta bang on the ceiling. Hang on. Gotta? I'm gonna keep those sounds. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take it. Worst roommates. Worst roommates. This is so perfect. So, um, so yeah, my relationship with her was really acrimonious, and but I stayed because at, by that point I did not want to jump into another roommate situation. And in fact, the the girl who had replaced me mm-hmm. for my first for my friend was a fucking nut job. And so my friend and I rebonded in the next semester. Oh my god, how funny. Right? Because I was like, I miss you. And she was like, I miss you. And and I'm really sorry about my now husband. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> how are things with your crazy fucking roommate? And she was, you know, we would like lament to each other. And then we would hang out. So Sorry, they got there. married in college? Yeah, yes. He was oh. older than us. He was, he was 
two, one year older than us. <laughs> so he had graduated already, but he was just a bad egg in every respect. Great. Great. Um, no, he was he was a dick. They got married like around Thanksgiving that year, so she was only eighteen. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it you know, it was not great. Anyway, um, she's doing great now, and I love good, her good. to pieces. So um, good, good, good. happy, very happy that this was. Uh, this is a place in her life that was shucked off. But mm. um, so I, I lived with this girl. And the one thing that I remember more than anything is that she had like a Glade plug-in that was a raspberry scent. Okay. And the way that I perceived it changed over time. So like when I first moved in and I <laughs> thought she was going to be this nice girl, I was like, oh, it smells so nice in here. And as time went by, it became so Yay. cloying and awful that we had a passive aggressive war over me like turning it onto zero. Oh my God, how funny. <laughs> right? Because it yeah. was so strong. Uh, yeah, it was, oh, it was real, real bad. Um, but not the worst. Still not the worst because after so at the end of my spring semester, I didn't know what I was going to do roommate wise. Like my friend, my married friend was going to be an RA so that she could have her own space. And the place she was going to be an RA was not a place I wanted to live. I wanted to live in these really, really nice two to a room, big rooms, two to a single bedroom that was very large and had a full bathroom and that was it you didn't have to share a suite and you had plenty of space Uh, that was the place that I wanted more than anything else and I couldn't figure out who I wanted to live with um and I ended up meeting this girl randomly from the other freshman dorm because there were two shitty freshman dorm buildings Mm -hmm. and this girl and I kind of hit it off and I actually I really liked her she was you know nerdy and geeky and uh and interesting and funny and we were like yeah let's be roommates the problem that happened in between was that i had started dating uh the uh, a boy who i became super duper 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 codependent with mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he and i that first summer got super duper close and I also lived on campus over the summer and mm-hmm. so did he. So we were living together oh. on campus over the summer illegally, right? We both had right. our own dorms, but there was also no oversight. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> by the time September rolled around, he technically moved in with his friends mm-hmm. and I moved in with this girl who was super psyched to be my roommate. And... um. My boyfriend never wanted to leave. And at some point, I was like, you should leave. And he left, and he IM'd me that he couldn't sleep all night because he he just wanted to be with me. And I was like, oh, I don't want that. And Mm. I was, and my roommate was like, no, he's totally cool. He can totally stay with us. That's fine. So... (laughs) <laughs> My boyfriend came back and sh- and and stayed in our room, and it was now three people in a room, which was super fine for the two of us. We were uh-huh. great. Yeah. And I kept checking in with my roommate, and I was like, listen, mm, I, tell me if this gets weird, because obvi- he has his own place. I can, like, go with him, whatever, or we can just not be sleeping together, because that's also fine, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. 
no, this is great. And then somewhere around Thanksgiving, she just snapped out of nowhere. There was like no lead up or anything. Uh Uh-oh. She stormed into the room and he and I were in there. I don't even think she walked in on us. I think he and I were just in there. And she was like, you have to get the fuck out. You can't stay here anymore. I I, I can't deal with this. Like it just, and I was like, oh, okay. She never spoke to me ever again. Wow. Ever. Wow. Uh, she she was she had just gone so far off the handle. <clears throat> Never was like, "Hey, let's talk about this." Or, right. "Hey, sorry I pushed this down." Like mm-hmm. And so he and I were so shocked that we went to go stay in his dorm for like a night, but then I was like, oh no, I'm not living with six boys. Oh, I'm oh, going no. to my dorm. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and my roommate uh, was like, I'm switching rooms. I, I'm not, we're not going to be roommates this next semester. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Okay. She never, ever, ever spoke to me again. Wow. The girl who then moved in with me. Uh, for the second semester, was a friend of myself and my boyfriend. We all went to high school together. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm cool with both of you. This is fine. Let's all live together. So she moved in, and that was comfortable enough, although uh, she definitely got on my nerves, and I'm sure I got on hers. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, later found out that she was begging my boyfriend. So there was that. I I don't believe that that was concurrent but it may very well have been if it wasn't concurrent it was definitely um i think that contributed to her ire towards me that she Mm. wanted to bang my boyfriend so Mm. um that's fun uh so she was a garbage fucking roommate needless to say never spoke to her again Mm. she never spoke to me again so that was all sophomore year. Junior year, uh, but I ended up living with, I was in another suite, but I was in a really big, beautiful building. So it was this brand new, gorgeous building that they had just constructed that was like all glass, uh, wind, like f- floor to ceiling windows, gorgeous, looked out over the lake on the property, was like deep in the woods, everything was brand new. And I, even though I did not want to live in a suite, I was like, this building is the shit. (laughs) So I linked up with three other girls to share these two bedroom suites. Oh, and each bedroom had its own bathroom too. So it wasn't totally back to like freshman year. Yeah, each bedroom had its own bathroom. But you shared a living room, essentially. This building was the shit. Um, But my roommate was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like, at first I thought she was just a shy, quirky girl because she was new. Like, she was a freshman my sophomore year. So by the time I was like, yes, I'll live with you, I did not know her. Then I Mm -hmm. lived with her and I was like, oh, fuck no. Uh And on top of that, I was still with my boyfriend and we were still wanting to live together and... Uh, and so we decided to live in his room because he okay. had chosen a really good roommate who was a dear friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And his roommate was like, yeah, let's all live together. It's fine. So I essentially just put all my shit in my actual dorm and I continued to live with my ex and his roommate in 
his dorm, which was my old dorm building. It was just that big one big room. And uh, we lived very comfortably together, all things considered, um, until we broke up in spring. And when we did, I had to go back to that fucking roommate. Oh. Who, admittedly, to her credit, man, if I were her and I had had that whole room to myself all year, oh, I would not have liked that. Especially if my roommate came back and was crying all the time, freshly grieving, like, just a fucking hot mess. I wouldn't want that either. But this girl was also just so mean (laughs) and so unnecessarily bitchy and just kind of, like, off the fucking rails. And my last two months of school were me wanting to kill her (laughs) as I tried to keep myself together just Mm -hmm. in time to get the fuck out of college um so she was a she was an awful roommate and we ended up talking very little Mm -hmm. in the following year um she also was in the theater program and she was very envious of me and very um resentful of me like one Mm. thing that i remember her doing was we were both doing like a fucking sonnets class or something i don't remember it was it was just a class and i had put off some of the work and i was and i was jumping into it and i might have told her like you know can you please keep it down i have a lot of work to catch up on and she jumped down my throat and Mm. was like, you just think it's so fucking easy. You just coast through blah, blah, blah. You just get whatever you want. Well, it's not like that. Like, I don't even, it was just bile. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (sighs) Gross. So gross. So dramatic. So it was just like constant fucking drama, 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 drama with these Mm -hmm. girls. It was awful. And I was like, I'm, if I were looking at any other pattern, it would have to be me. But maybe I'm just picking really crazy people. <laughs> maybe or that's giving it. people too much credit. Ah, <laughs> uh, very possible. And then my senior year was the best possible living situation. The best buildings on this property, which were four-person suites, but each person has an individual bedroom. Your very own room. That's it. That's amazing. And so I roomed with three total strangers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even care who I live with. I don't give a shit. I'm going to move in. I'm going to stay in my bedroom all the time. Yeah. I'm not going to have to deal with some nightmare nonsense. And by that uh-uh. point, I was already dating Andrew, but Andrew lived off campus. So I didn't have to I didn't have to deal with all of the mm, complications of right. like codependent living and and shit. Um I just had my own bedroom. And I remember the dynamic between the other three roommates was sometimes acrimonious. Like, we had a very, very dramatic roommate who, like, screamed and who wrote very long, lengthy rants about the communal living situation. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like me and the other two were really chill. And the other two were very much, like... um, sorority girls like very Mm -hmm. chill sorority girls they drank a lot of smirnoff and mics and whatever else was popular at the time and they they like they went to clubs like they were just very basic i and i loved them because i had no basic friends and i was like oh my god you're so simple yeah this is (laughs) just normal predictable just normal and at first i thought like 
the way I perceived them was like, oh, no, mean girls. Oh, I don't want those. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what they were. They were just really fucking chill. And they were like, oh, cool, you do theater. And I'm like, yes, I am nerd. <laughs> so fall was not that great because the other one was kind of off the handle and angry. And there was just always, like, anger. But by spring... I was never really there um, because I was doing an internship in the city. And so I was in New York pretty much three days a week, maybe, maybe more. It might have been every day. I can't, I can't recall. Um, But yeah, I, uh, so my college roommates were all very, Every n- nothing was comfortable, and it sucked because I know people, including obviously yourself, who like found great people to live with, and I was just like, "Why is this happening to me?" Oh my god, um, April, <laughs> April, and I—I uh, I don't remember exactly. I met Kareen first, um, and she was doing the Christian fellowship stuff that I was. Um, April was an atheist. With a, a drawer full of, of very sexy lingerie. <laughs> and um, I don't know even what it was that threw us together. Not that we're very different people, but like, you know, she was a tiny girl who looked like Snow White from fucking uh, Mattituck, Long Island with the, the thickest accent. Um, she was the first time I ever heard anyone say stand online instead of stand in a line. She'd be like, no, I'm going to go get online. And I was like, are you going to the internet lab? Like, what are you doing? She was like, what are you talking about? Um, And, but I just like, we just loved each other right away. And April was like my friend, Jessica, who was the one who would, she would be like, you aren't, you seem like you want people to believe that you're a goody goody, but I can tell that you're not. Mm-hmm. And it was so good to have someone like that in my life because I was just worried about things all the time. And, uh, like, um, uh, I remember when she showed me the drawer full of lingerie, I was like, well, what are you going to do with that? Like, we can't – there's no inner dorm visitation here. The boys and girls could not go into each other's dorms, let alone each other's rooms. Uh, and she was like, I thought that they were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. uh, and it's fine. That lingerie got plenty of use. Had <laughs> <laughs> a girl, April. Uh, she also had a car that she would let other people borrow, which was very sweet. But it also meant that we had to then go find the car all the time. Oh, that's great. Um, she, But she had, it was red. And every so often I see it on the road, that kind of car, and I keep meaning to remember what it is, but I never do. She would paint the grill different colors. So it was very easy to find her car because it would be like a red car with a yellow grill in the front oh instead of black. Um, she actually went so far as to, uh, it was either her or she had her brother. The Florida license plate has a big orange in the middle. Um and I think she got her brother to paint a Mickey Mouse over the orange. You're not allowed to paint on your license plate. <laughs> Absolutely, you're not. Is that vandalism? And, I mean, it's it's <laughs> obstructing the license yes, plate. Yes, Because you don't own the license plate. You're, like, borrowing it. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um, and uh, she would get pulled over all the time. And the cops would be like, what's going on with your license plate? She was like, I ordered it. It's one of the special ones. 
And they were like, really? I haven't seen that one. She was like, I don't know. I just picked it out. I thought it was cute. Don't you like oh it? Oh, my God. And then they I would just be like, her. okay, well, you look like Snow White, so clearly you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking great. She was so great. Oh, she my is still, God. To this day, still continuing to be great. Um, yes. Um, but Corrine, uh, she was sort of like me, except organized with bringing too much shit to college. Um, I remember she had, remember we were in Florida. She had an electric blanket with her. She had like big t- Rubbermaid things full of random shit, like a thousand tampons. <laughs> uh, and I remember she was having issues with her roommates because of that. And I didn't know why she was having issues with her roommates. Um, until one of, uh, one of them was talking to me and I was like, oh, I think Corrine is moving in here. Something, whatever happened. Um, and they were like, oh man, have fun. She's got a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was fine. And then she, um, gosh, did she get married while she was in college too? She, um, was into this guy, Chuck, who, I, he was one of those bumps along the road. As I go through my journals, I find all these guys that I'm like, Mm. I was into that guy. I barely Mm -hmm. remember who that person was. Um, Chuck, I had a little crush on, but he and Kareen hit it off right away. And so Chuck tried to hook me up with his friend, Bill, and that did not work out at all. Um, I wonder what that guy's up to. Uh, The girls from my original suite... The, the next door girls, what this mm-hmm. girl named Cheryl, um, she, the best way that I can describe Cheryl is that she spent like an entire 20 minute ranting rant about how if she had a kid, she would dress it up in like shocking onesies, like. Marilyn Manson stuff or like a onesie that was like, what the fuck are you looking at? And then she almost like hit me in the face because I pointed at her one time. I wasn't being me. I I didn't realize that there were some people who get so offended if you gesture at them by pointing. Um, see also shushing someone. I don't do that anymore either because I've almost gotten murdered twice. But the fact that she was like so edgy and like ready to be like, yeah, and what? My baby says fuck on its chest. But if <laughs> if you did something so impolite as to point at her, she would lose her mind. Um, she was nuts. She uh, took me out just walking around one night. I don't know why. Um, I feel like they were trying to make me into a project at times. Like, they were like, what a lost cause. Let's try to get this girl to be cool. And I wanted none of their cool. I knew I wasn't cool, but I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and two college girls walking around at night, this pickup truck comes up and this guy starts flirting with Cheryl and she immediately pretends to be drunk. Um, and she's flirting with the guy. And I was like, I am not going to let her ride off with this guy. Um, but why is she flirting so hard with him? Like what, why is this happening? 
And then it became like, he was like, come on, come on, get in the car. And she was like, no, she's my mama tonight. She says I can't. My mama says I can't go with you. And I was like, this is so gross and upsetting. <laughs> I still remember that. Florida. And I remember how like red my face was and how angry I was at her and how worried oh. I was that something was going to escalate because, again, historically terrified of testosterone men. Yeah. Um. <laughs> testosterone precedent that sounds like a really gross pasteroni <laughs> uh, they really gave up with the marketing <laughs> <laughs> testosterone yum <laughs> um uh and she for i don't remember why but like she had put up a picture in the common area of a girl dressed up in BDSM gear. And it was the first, I mean, I don't think I've even seen this since then, but she was wearing um, like a strappy harnessy thing that was like pulled up so you could see her vulva lips on either side of the thing. And I, I didn't understand what I was looking at. And I just stared at it for so long until I, I thought it was like a weird underwear. And oh. I was like, oh, weird. that's up your cooter why is this in the common area this mm-hmm. other girl who um she was i think her name was nikki she was only there for the first semester and then she found a rich guy to go marry and went and married him um but she was constantly um talking about makeup and this other girl heather who was not fat but had a round face was always on a diet and she had pictures of like supermodels up everywhere but with her face on them like thinspo shit before thinspo oh, was a thing. Oh, that uh, bums me out. Yeah, I mean they were awful. They were all awful. Uh, and then Amy, yeah. the other girl who I lived with, um, I don't, I don't know what was happening, but like, she, we, my, my bedroom faced the courtyard. It was like, um. Um, two, uh, it was like a, what is this shape to you? It was like a U shape. A U shape. The building was like a U. So like there was one wing here, Mm -hmm. then the main hall, and then off the other side there was more, um, rooms. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we could hear everybody playing guitar, harmonica, hacky sacking out in the courtyard until God, however, late in the evening or morning... And Amy was talking to a lot of guys, which I didn't have a problem with, except for they were always like, Amy! Hey, Amy! (laughs) Just like yelling up at the window. Um, Too high to throw stuff, thank God. Uh, And then she would just lean out the window and collar at these boys all the time. And I was like, this is... (laughs) Oh my God, that was totally college. Just yelling out the window to Yelling out the window. That was totally a thing. For sure. Yes. <laughs> and then I, April hated her because Amy borrowed a dress from her and then she stretched it the fuck out. Oh, valid. Then she was like, she was like, uh, she was working at a titty bar and wanted to talk about it all the time like it was a big deal and I was like I don't care you do what you want and she was like well if you knew what it was like to work at a strip club and I was like you're a waitress at a titty bar like you're not a stripper 
You also you, you don't know your know who your future talking to. Right, exactly. <laughs> like it's fine, good perfect. for you that you're having fun, but like she talked to me like I was um a like a a benign sexless teddy bear. Ah, and, gross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, jokes on her. I was jerking off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the fact that I knew a lot a lot of especially girls in college who like their whole roommate dynamic was great. Like the whole suite of them loved each other or there was a whole dorm and I never lived in this dorm and I never wanted to. That was like the two person dorm that I described, Mm -hmm. but it was three. And so it was like a bunk bed and a single. Um, And these three people, I knew so many groups of girls who, like, their roommates were their everything. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I broken? Yeah. No, I mean, I... Uh, I was really glad that I found April and was able to move in with her because that you can't always make that happen. Mm. Um, and uh, actually, logistically, I don't understand how they do make that happen. But regardless, um, uh, I couldn't have imagined a worse scenario with those girls. So the fact that yeah. I was able to slide sideways into something that was relatively lovely to absolutely fabulous. Oh, God, was such yes. a blessing. Such a blessing. Yeah, I felt so broken through college, and I was like, am I just, like, mm, if you look around you and you don't see the problem, the problem is you. And I'm like, yeah, these people are all assholes, but am I just really, really bad at living with others? Mm, I mean, I know for me, I was just a doormat. Like, I was Mm. messy, and I was a doormat, and I also wasn't in any way trying to play along with any of their shit. And bullies really hate it when they can't bully somebody. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I mean, obviously, the problem for at least one roommate was the fact that I my boyfriend was like uh, was like my familiar, mm. but still, yeah, I, no, I felt I felt very much like oh, I'm just really bad at living with people, which was not great. Oh, oh, but then, but then also at camp. Camp was a very formative moment for me because I was like, I have to share a cabin with like six women. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were, the cabins were pretty big, but it was just one great room and then like the bathroom, right? So then there were like all these bunk beds around the room and we were all staff, but I lived very comfortably with all of them. Mm-hmm. We were blissed the fuck out. Melissa and I were bunk mates. We got along so well. Every single woman in my bunk I fucking adored. Um, there was one who was a little chronically grumpy, but even she was lovely. Um, so that kind of healed me and made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm just rooming with assholes who don't understand me. Um, yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, Then when I moved into my first apartment, the shared house, Mm -hmm. without knowing it was illegal, I moved in with two guys. Ah. So this house was the, uh, it was a three-story house. The third story was the attic. Uh, The second floor was me and roommate number one. Mm -hmm. And the first floor was landlords. So we would have to go in through the front door with a key. I found this place for like $400 a month and I was like, sold. And I moved in into this room that that had two mattresses and I was like, yay! 
<laughs> and it was also my first bed that was larger than a twin and i was like oh, oh my god. god so the yeah. fact that it had been who who fucking knows how many beds before mine <sighs> uh, yep. i still loved it mm-hmm. and was fine with that because i got to like starfish on my first big bed yes so the the guy who lived next to me was a uh, soft spoken his name was bat he was soft spoken and intense and um pretty tidy and he was older so like i was 22 uh when i moved in and he was probably like in his mid to late 20s i don't know mm-hmm. how he ended up there and he was like i don't know so he was in it um bat was pretty intense uh, although seemed fine enough. And then upstairs in the attic was this very chill but very worrisome dude named Jim. <laughs> and I say Jim was very worrisome because he was so, he was chilled to the level of like Seth Rogen. And I was like, oh great, we're never ever going to have any actual <laughs> personality conflicts. Jim got into Nutrisystem. And oh no. Jim... populated our entire pantry with all of that and these boxes just kept arriving and arriving and he wouldn't eat it yeah you get a lot of food oh what he wouldn't eat it so it all just like stuck around and i would have to throw things out as the resident woman right Mm -hmm. and he was like uh, no he actually he never he, he he and i never had a confrontation because he was so chill he was also so chill that he, he had hoarded the attic real mm. badly, really Whoops. badly. It was so, and he had a cat, and there, this poor cat, so the entrance to the attic was a door and steps. It wasn't like a hatch, of course. So but right behind the door, you would hear this cat meowing and meowing. Mm. And once I, like, opened the door to see the cat, and I saw how hoarded it was, and I was like, oh, shut it. And I was oh, like, no. oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Jim lived there for oh. a couple of years. I forget how long. This house was very transient for people. I lived mm-hmm. there for five years. I was, like, the longest tenant ever because <laughs> I wasn't going to fucking move. It was $400 a month. And I had a great big bedroom right next to the bathroom, and I had a side bedroom off of my bedroom that mm-hmm. was that was referred to in the listing as a solarium. Okay. Uh-huh. It had no insulation. It was either very hot or fucking oh cold. Blech. And my initial setup of the room was that I had my bed in the in the normal bedroom, and I kept my bunny in the side room. Ah, yeah, yeah. But Eventually, I ended up moving my bed to the solarium and just having, like, gauzy curtains and an air conditioner and then left the rest of my room to be what it was. Uh, It was a great situation (laughs) when you're 22 and you don't know better. Sure. (laughs) Bat was kind of a dick, though. I remember Bat being a dick, and Jim was very pleasant, but also in every measurable sense a terrible roommate so i remember i don't remember who left first it might have been jim jim was moving out and he was supposed to clean Mm -hmm. 
and he didn't. He left the place as it was. So the landlords, um, they they were not native English speakers. They were Colombian. And I remember the landlady trying to communicate with us that Jim had left this place, an absolute nightmare. And they were, and she was like, "Do you know what he did?" And I was like, "No." In this very stilted conversation, she ended up having to deep clean that place herself oh. for days. Oh, gross. There was so much up there. Yuck. So, you know, it was so bad. So hoarded. And then what? by the time it was clean, it was ready to rent out again. And I had a friend who had also gone to college with me, whom I loved. I actually probably lived with him better than anyone else. Hmm. Um... <laughs> He's the one with the moths, though. Moths? Remember the moths in the um, in the panettone cake? Did I tell you the moth story? No, I didn't. No, sure? I I know I know flies in the plant. Oh fuck! I'm gonna tell you the moth story. Okay. Ew, oh god! Oh, what is about to happen? So, uh, Will, my dear, dear friend Will from college, I loved him. Andrew loved him, too. And so Will was like, I need a place to live. And I was like, come move into my $400 a month apartment. You can live in the attic. So it had been cleaned, and Will moved in. And Will was a great roommate. Like, we didn't see each other a ton. We didn't get on each other's nerves. He was very much a night owl, and I had more typical hours Mm -hmm. and um the only the only like problem ever was sometimes in the kitchen and one of those things was that we started getting moths out of nowhere and they populated more by the day and and i kept looking in closets like are they getting them from like a sweater or something and i kept waiting for like a flume of them but it didn't happen but there are just more moths everywhere and everywhere And finally, I realize that they're all coming from the kitchen. And I'm, like, opening windows, and I'm, like, spraying Raid and shit. And, like, they're... Right? And so I'm trying to rule out where they're coming from. I don't even know over what span of time this is. But it might be weeks at this point. Mm -hmm. And they're just everywhere all the time. It's like silence. Uh Which is doubly ironic because Silence of the Lambs is Will's very favorite movie. Oh, God. (laughs) And then... Uh, finally I go into the pantry where I start, uh, where they're all like flooding and I'm like, okay, something in here is happening. And so I start like delicately removing, you know, jars of pasta sauce and boxes of rice and like sort and like throwing away open things of cake mix and stuff, trying to figure out what it is. Finally, I clear out the place and there is an open panettone. Those Mm -hmm. Italian bunt cakes, for lack of a better word. They're very moist, and they come wrapped in a foil wrapper in a box, and ideally you open it, and then you put it in the fridge, and then you finish it. That's not what Will did. Oh, God. (laughs) Will opened his panettone, took out, like, a chunk, and then put it in the pantry and fucking forgot about it, and... When I tell you the ex- the volcanic explosion of moths that happened oh, when I no. started to shift the panettone box. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. It was a horror show. That. Nope. And then, of course, like, I looked in there and it's just like, larva. And I'm like, no. Oh, vomit. 
Oh my god. So bad. So bad. So bad. So finally, I like get oh, this box in god. a garbage bag. Ew, girl. And the, and the garbage bag is like flap, 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 flap because all the moms are everywhere. And I'm like, fuck no. And I think I might have even thrown it out a window because it was so upsetting. <laughs> oh god. And then I ceremoniously went through every room with like a rolled up newspaper, just killing moths everywhere. I can't using, even look at you. <laughs> using some kind of fun spray. And finally, the next time I saw Will, he was like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, you can never get a Panettone ever again. You are banned from Panettone. Do you understand me? <laughs> Ew, I have, I mean, I've had a lot of weird old food stories, but not one involving moths. I would have never even thought about that. So weird. Like ants, sure, roaches, right? but fucking moth larvae. Moth larvae. <sighs> and, and all of that to say, Will was my favorite roommate I ever had. Aw, I mean, he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't know he didn't do it on purpose. Will, Will was my favorite roommate I ever had. <laughs> ever. Ever. Oh my God. Ever. I mean, uh, yeah, and like everybody who, no, not everybody who lived in the attic. No, Will was also a little bit of a of a of a mess. But again, I never had to see it, like because I didn't have to coexist with it, and because his mess was exclusively in the attic slash in the pantry with the moms. <laughs> I never. It was never a problem. I loved loved living with Will. He was such a. I, I mean, we just adored him. And then when he was up, when Andrew was over, we all hung out. It was great. Um, then my, uh, friend Matt moved into the room next door when Bat moved out. Matt moved mm-hmm. in. Um, Matt was a fine roommate, uh, was a friend of mine and, and we had, uh, we just did, he, um, he fell out at the same time Melissa did. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was, so he is an ex-friend. But, yeah, I had another guy live there pretty innocuously. And then when Will moved out, uh, my best frenemy moved in and lived in the attic. And we lived there together um, with our absent third roommate because he was on a cruise ship. He was doing cruise work. So the three of us then shared that apartment right through the end, which came very unceremoniously when our landlady, in very broken English, tried to explain to us that the house was being foreclosed upon. Oh, and no. And had to be evicted. <laughs> and that's when we also figured out, like, it was an illegal apartment and never should have been rented out in the first uh-huh. place. And, like, a whole bunch of other stuff that probably, honestly, had to, had a lot to do with racist moves against our landlords. Like, they faced a whole lot of shit that I certainly did not understand at the time, and I still don't. But mm-hmm. um, that was the extent of my roommates. I never lived with Andrew until, like, a month before our wedding. And even then, even then, we weren't going to look... Andrew wanted to move in with me in that place. And I was like, I really don't want that. And he was like, mm-hmm. ah, it'll save us money. And I'm like, I really, re- I'm willing to spend more money to not be in a in a hovel right. with you. Yeah, and we don't. other roommates, I don't want that. No, we don't need to. We don't need that. In. Yeah. And and like that conversation, he was still kind of pushing it when the eviction happened. And I was like, thank you, universe. Okay, Andrew, new plan. I <sighs> need somewhere new to live. 
a month before our wedding and it has to be the place that I'm first going to live with you. So mm-hmm. he and I then found our first apartment that was just one bedroom, spate, very spacious, fucking indulgent. Thankfully, we learned that we lived together very well, but <laughs> did not know that going in because he was never one of my roommates. Wow, that's crazy. Don and I lived together for like four years, five, before he proposed. And I remember like... He had floated the idea after we'd been living together for a little bit. And I was like, we're too young. I'm not ready. And when I told my mom about that, she was like, well, you ruined it. He's never going to ask you again. Oh, my God. No, Marsha. She literally looked me in the face and she was like, nice job. I hope you're happy. And oh I was like, oh, my God. No. Thanks, Mom. No. It all worked out fine. It worked um, out fine. But like, Jesus. Uh, Jesus but Don Christ. and I were, we were good roommates right off the bat. Like yeah. we had been, we had been together for, wait a second. I don't think we lived together for five years. We dated for, I guess maybe th- three or four years before we moved in together. And then it was another year after that before he proposed, I think is how the timeline goes. But regardless, I made him wait because I had seen so many people in New York move in with their loved one and then break up and then have to share a one bedroom apartment with their ex partner (laughs) slash boyfriend, girlfriend, lover, whatever, because they couldn't afford to move anywhere. And I was like, that will not be me. That won't be me. No. Um, and I, uh, for a while was living in Harlem with my friend, Michael, who I knew from college, uh, who was a stage manager and still is professional stage manager, like amazing. So he's done so much and he's worked with so many people and he was at the Hal Prince um, in Philly for a while. He was on Norwegian Cruise Line stage managing for Blue Man Group. Like he's just awesome and is now in Florida again. Um, But we were navigating what was also a very illegal apartment (laughs) in Harlem. And -hmm. after Michael left uh, and he moved out with his cat, Tunsis, and so for the first time ever, I was in this basement apartment without a cat. And I didn't realize how many rodents there would have been. Oh, no. So this guy, Stu, who was darling, um, just like, I don't even remember what he did, but just like uh, a mensch. He was a total mensch. Totally forgot the cats were useful, by the way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Um, Stu comes out of his bedroom and he's like, Hey, I don't want to scare you, but I Uh-oh. definitely saw a rat in my room. And I was like, Oh God, a rat or cause a lot of people who aren't used to mice will immediately call them rats. And that makes me mad because it's fine if you're scared of both of them, right? That's fine. But one is a much bigger danger. <laughs> For sure. For sure. D- totally different problems. Very different had, problems. I just had this conversation with somebody else in our in the other building where they were like, oh, tenant saw this. And I was like, is it a rat or a mouse? Anyway. Right. Like, um, where would a rat even come from? Right. Well, the, it, in a basement apartment in Harlem, that is very clear. Um, yeah. Also, across the courtyard from us was a Chinese restaurant, like the storage area for the Chinese restaurant. Um, and, oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean – immediately like within two weeks of michael leaving with the cat uh i came home and i was like hey or Stu came home and i was like hey i have good news um 
I heard the rats scrabbling around. We had a giant trash can. I don't know why, but like an outdoor trash can, but mm-hmm. in our actual kitchen. Inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Like an but... Oscar the Grouch trash can, or like a big no, no, green like a plastic like a, one, like a black plastic one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and because Michael had actually built us counters in the kitchen, it's a long story. Um, we laid down like linoleum tile in that place. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He made he made built-ins, and again, this is a was a rental. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But right. nobody was paying attention to anything. So, um, uh, I was like, I have good news. Uh, I came home, and the rat had climbed into the trash can and got caught in the trash bag and couldn't get out. So it was scrabbling around in there. I dragged the trash bag out, trash can outside, and then when I went and looked later, like I had tipped it over, and the rat got away. So there's, I I caught the rat. And he said, I have bad news for you. I caught the rat. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Which means there's multiple rats. No, 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 But it's fine. I didn't have to live with a question mark over my head about rat or no rat or multiple rats because very shortly after that, an incredible, horrible flood came in and ruined the apartment, so I had to leave anyway. Oh, shit. Stu was such a doll. He was such a nice dude. I was going to say, it sounds like... Really good he put up with a lot. Um, as a matter of fact, oh, before the flood, he and I were actually looking to adopt a cat, which if mm. you go through adoption agencies, um, if you're a couple and you're not together and you're like roommates trying to adopt a cat, mm. they are not into that at all. <laughs> yeah, I fucking bet. Um, I but bet. we went we went to this no-kill shelter um, in East Harlem, which had a very, very big, big uh, cat room. And then they were like... These are some folks who uh, here here are some here are these normal, well-adjusted cats who can hang out with each other. I also want to take you if you're just getting one cat. Like these cats can't be with other cats, but come take a look at these other cats. I really want to show you a special one. And this cat, I'm listening, was like I don't know. I mean, Bill the cat, and also a pirate. And he had one eye. He was this was he, this poor cat was just totally born this way. One eye, and it was shaky. It was very small, but it wasn't a kitten. It was older than a kitten. <clears throat> it was at least a year old. And it had this one f- bottom fang that stood out like it had a snaggle tooth, and it was like <laughs> like that's how it breathed. And I honestly, I fell in love with this cat, but I looked at Stu. He's like, I know what you're thinking. We can't bring that. That cat can't kill the rat that we need it to kill. It's like the really fucked up hormone monster on Big Mouth. Yes, 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 yes. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So Um, good. And then we we tried to adopt a cat from this woman who had a rescue, and um, she was absolutely bonkers. Um, we got so far as to her bringing the cat to our – no, she came to inspect our place to make sure that we had screens on all the windows so the cat wouldn't get out. And then she, like, cried on my couch for a while about how hard it is to rescue animals and then never called me again. And I was like, oh, I can't – great. Cool. But it was good. It was great and cool because then I was slightly homeless right. and couch surfing for a while. And that would have been terrible if I had had this cat. 
That would have been yes. very, very, very bad. Oh, yes, so. yes, that's true. That's very <sighs> true. I, my one time couch surfing, I think otherwise I've, I've gone successfully from like place to place solidly. But I couch surfed in between, and this was the best, it was the best. I couch surfed in between coming back from camp and living in the hovel. And it was maybe a month. I can't remember how long it was. But I came back from camp in August. And I went to my parents' house and I was like, this ain't going to work. So I was like, <laughs> I, 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 need to, I need to live with somebody. I need to live with someone. And I don't even remember how it happened. Because Facebook, no, I guess Facebook was a thing, but not, it was still just college, you know. And I, I must have somehow gotten in touch with my hippie acting professor who lived in and still lives in Mawa and was like, you can come, you can come live at my house. I'm, I'm going to be traveling, blah, blah, blah. And you know, you, the, the kids are cool. You just come like hang out with the kids and, and watch the dogs and like live at my house. It's great. And I was like, okay, great. So (laughs) I lived with my parents for about seven minutes and was like, bye, put (laughs) all my shit in my car Went to uh, Maria's and I lived there with her dogs with this little with this little terrier and this gigantic Irish wolfhound named mm-hmm. Ivan. It was Ivan. Oh, it was a Westie. It was Ivan and Chekhov the Westie. And oh, the two so of cute. Them, <laughs> so cute. So cute. Ivan would scare the fucking shit out of me. He would like, he was old and very gentle, but he would sneak up on me and he was confused. And, and I think he might have growled because he did, he would forget who you were. And I was like, no, no, Ivan, it's okay. But like, Irish wolfhounds kind of look like old Dickensian ghosts anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know? He was a good boy, but I was like, Jesus Christ! He would just sneak up on me and be like, Rrr. and I was like, Oh God! You, you remember I'm here? That was a great fucking situation. They had a pool. Her kids were and are the shit, mm. and just were like so smart and self possessed, and like, and and talk to you like adults because. Their mm-hmm. mom is a hippie acting teacher. And yeah, that was great. I would have lived with her forever if I could have. Mm. Forever. That sounds incredible. But then she was coming back from wherever she was traveling around. I, mm. I can't I can't remember. She might have even stopped in here and there. But she gave me a full room to just live in for however long I wanted. It was mm. crazy. It was great. It was great. That's oh my awesome. God. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess tech- technically an old Dickensian ghost dog was also my roommate. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh oh, so I, I um, junior and senior year I lived with uh, Chris and April and my friend Lish from Virginia moved down to live with us and then just randomly yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know that it wasn't That's a great, great plan Oh, I love oh. her we're okay now cool God, yeah sure Right. Those uh, things put strains on <clears throat> friendships that are not mm-hmm. otherwise predicated on living together. Yep. It was sure. not great. But For sure. everything's fine now. Um, and uh, then, uh, oh, and our landlord only knew that the three girls were there. They didn't know that Chris was living there, too. Um, and occasionally would just stop by to, like, ask how things were or to pick up the rent if we were a little bit late on it, which we probably were. Um and they were like, why is, why is he always here? Why is he always here? And I was like, he's just a friend. Like, 
what are you you don't get to tell us who we have in our house mm-hmm. and they were like they were like is he living here you're supposed to have three people living here and i was like no there's only three bedrooms where would he be staying <laughs> and there there were three bedrooms because one of them was a living room. Like, right, right. you you walked in, and it was like they had converted part of a porch into the most tawdry, ramshackle excuse for a kitchen, oh, which had no. neither heat nor air conditioning because it was an old porch. It was the rest oh, of the fucking no, porch. No, no, that's so crazy. I just, I'll send you a picture of this kitchen. Florida. I just, I just found one. Um, <laughs> the, like the the, it's raw wood. The all of the cabinets weren't finished at all. It was. It was literally, yeah, it was. I can't wait. I'm it, so excited to see Oh, these. God. And I there were, I think there might have been a ceiling fan because mm-hmm. in this picture, I think there's a bra hanging from it. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then and then directly upstairs, there was there was one bathroom and then me and Lish had one room and Chris and April had another room. And then the other bedroom was our living room. How you could call a place a three bedroom apartment that didn't have a living room. But they were like, oh, the part off the kitchen is the living room. No, that's the dining room, motherfuckers. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we also had a cat, which we weren't supposed to have, named uh, Nookie. <laughs> and that was the only thing we could all agree on. And um, then when we, when I lived with just Chris and April, um, Chris had a, a terrible boyfriend who I hated and smelled like cool cigarettes and freesia all the time. So he Ew! was practically living there too. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. I I feel that viscerally. Mm-hmm. You can taste it, right? And he used to get really hot. So he, that this boy, so he would turn down the, the central air really far. And April was always cold because she's like a tiny wisp of a person. Yes. And uh, they would have wars wars over this air conditioning she would be like first of all we're the ones who are paying for this second of all you're a goddamn asshole (laughs) oh my god oh oh the drama i just love i want to see april yell at somebody again god i miss her i mean someone you know there are people who would pay a tiny fierce Long Island woman to yell at them. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Do that, yeah. April, and record that Zoom. <laughs> Speaking of, I should I should mention uh, my friend Fancy Feast tweeted this out uh, since we're on this particular topic. She was reminiscing about a time backstage with um, the my mentor, Joe Boobs, backstage at Slipper Room. And she was like, I remember that Joe was sitting on the toilet and she was like, man, every time I pee in a toilet instead of someone's face, I feel like I'm missing out on $300. Ah, that's so good. And I was like, yes, I miss these women. Oh, I fucking bet. I fucking bet. That's perfect. (laughs) Man, I pee a lot. How much could I be bankrolling? Well, that was 90s money, too. So apparently you can get a lot more. Then there was a conversation Damn. about whether or not she was underselling herself. She was like, no, no, I know what I'm worth. It's just it was a long time ago. <laughs> 300 bucks. That's so good. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
That's a good one. This was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because it's all still like, it's when you think you're an adult. So there's not like there's, it's all yeah. somehow less mortifying. Mm-hmm. Although those moths. That's, <laughs> I will well, never forget I mean, that. my version was the spider story, which I definitely told you before where I came, you, yeah, I came home and my makeup was everywhere and I was like, why is my makeup everywhere? And they were like, oh, there was an egg sack. When we yes. opened up your makeup, so we just threw everything on the ceiling, on the roof. Yeah. Threw everything on the ceiling. <laughs> With God, why God explosion! <laughs> and then they rained down like stardust. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I have to strangle myself with my new shirt now. Thank you. <laughs> to imagine that. I love it. Listen, you guys, if you've never seen a banana spider in your whole life, you should probably look it up. Look it up. Fuck. Look up what a banana spider is. They're terrifying. And it's then imagine upsetting. a thousand very tiny ones. Oh my god! I I remember um, when Andrew worked at uh, at uh, Starbucks, he he would have to open up the shipments that would come in, and they would ship <laughs> oh, the no. giant bunches of bananas directly to the Starbucks stores. No, and no, there no. was at least nope, at least one time that those big big things of bananas came with a banana spider and he had to like oh it was him i don't know if he would have killed it he's a gentle person but also what the fuck are you gonna do with loosing a banana spider into the wilds of new jersey (laughs) it probably had to die whatever yeah i was like i could have i could have avoided knowing that ever Mm. i could have gone without knowing that Oh, God. But all, all your makeup on the roof, R.I.P. <laughs> oh, well, obviously, the rest of this is we want to hear your shitty roommate stories. Oh, man, yes, please, please. Because honestly, I don't know. I I don't like living with people. I really, <laughs> I I actually, really don't. In, I have historically enjoyed it. I like to be alone, but it's nice to know that someone else is around. Yes, for sure. I, I love that and I need that. I don't think I want to be alone a lot. But, but man, I had a rough learning curve with roommates. Mm. Real rough. Yeah, me too. And I was, I was, I was admittedly not, a, not great company always myself either. So, <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain that I can take responsibility for that. But I just, I didn't know why it was so easy for all of these like normal, mundane, mediocre people to have like roommates that they fucking loved when I was like I'm awesome what is I know. happening I know <laughs> I'm oh, awesome wait. and I'm nice and I like people generally speaking I'm awesome but I have no life skills oh, oh yes whoops. right there's that mm-hmm. <laughs> sure it makes sense now mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I only have one recommendation, and that is this brand called KarinaDresses.com. Um, I guess about half of them have pockets. Uh, I just ordered from them, and it came right away. Um, they're between like $60 and $100. They're really well made. They're beautiful fabrics. Um, and there's a ton of different styles and sleeves and not sleeves. And I'm super into it. Ooh, yes, and they looked so cute. They're 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 the perfect Lillian dresses. Yes, they are really cute. They, I mean, and, and there's different styles. There's styles for all kinds of people. But uh, if you like a quasi vintage cut 
um, then you are in luck because they are great. Perfect. Um, My recommendation is going to be, I talked about it very briefly. Um, If you guys are looking for some skincare to experiment with, I've really not been disappointed at all with Pacifica. And they're very low cost. They're a drugstore brand. Like, I just get them at Target or online on their website. I've used a couple of serums from them, and I really like them. So um, my skin is on the drier, dry, normal, sensitive side. And I'm using their vegan collagen serum, which is really nice. And they also make a daytime sunscreen serum with vitamin C. Now, I can't really use acids because my skin is so sensitive and immediately gets, like, blotchy, red, and a little rashy. This has just enough vitamin C before my skin flips the table and is like, no, fuck this. We're we're gone. Um, (laughs) There's just enough vitamin C that it starts to get a little tingly burny and then it subsides almost immediately. But it's got SPF 55 in there. This stuff is so good. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. It's so great. Um, Really, really enjoy that. It's their SPF serum... Uh, with SPF 55, and it's got some vitamin C in there, but it's also otherwise super uh, soothing and, like, just enough acid for for sensitive skin. Nice. So strong recommend if you're looking for some skincare um, experimentation. I have been very pleased with Pacifica. Super duper. Super duper. Well, fuck buddies, we love you. We hope whatever your living situation is and has been for this last year has not been fucking maddening. Um, Truly can't, I mean, at least for you and I, we we live with people we love. I don't, I don't really want to know what it's like living with someone that you only just tolerate. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. That sounds awful. And and we've been doing, I mean, we, we generally do well anyway, but I think I told you. The fact that we've been cooking meals together has, like, really helped our communication skills. Ah, that's It's so been cute. really lovely. And Don, like, even if it's a night where we're not cooking a meal kit, kit uh, meal, woodchuck chuck, um, <laughs> he'll still come, like, hang out in the kitchen and we'll either work on a puzzle or he'll ask yes. if there's something that he can do to help. And it makes me slow down and think about, like, Oh, I should let people help me, especially people who love me and want to help me. Yes. Um, and it makes me describe, like, I have to sit down and be like, well, what would I actually be doing? It's just been great. And it's lovely. Anyway, I love him. I love that. I love Don, too. That's awesome. You should tell HelloFresh, to be honest. Uh, we're trying Blue Apron now. Oh, you should tell Blue Apron. <laughs> HelloFresh was just getting on my nerves because it was really leaning on butter. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. I'm like, that's fine. I just can't in good conscious, conscience, um, like, do you need four tablespoons of butter at different mm-hmm. points in the f- fabrication of this food? Four <laughs> tablespoons? <laughs> a half of that a stick of right. butter. A half a no, stick of butter. No sorry, wonder Pauline. the food's so good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're giving another, another another shot. All right. Amen. You guys. You guys. Here it is. It's almost March. Or will it Coming be up, March by the time they it hear will. this? Yes. It will be. It will be March 4th. 
Oh, and what is today? Today's the last day of uh, of February. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call March 1st the day. Um, the day. I've been nicotine-free for a year. Shit! Probably, Congratulations! Probably a year and three days, but I'm going to celebrate it as March 1st. Yes! So proud of you. And so super happy that you didn't have to do all this year as a smoker. Can Holy you fuck. imagine? No. My teeth would be falling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would so be smoking two at once through like my missing front tooth. <laughs> it's a look. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I couldn't pull it off. You totally could. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, I love you. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>